Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilfert, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. We are in mid-August, which means our brains are starting to turn to school mode if we're not already there. I've already bought my school supplies and looked at the calendars, but I'm definitely not in fall mode. I'm trying to wrap my brain around it all, and I know I'm not alone. So I want to talk today about just some of those things that we can do to prepare for school and also... (laughs) come to terms with the fact that summer is ending. So first off, let me just say, no matter how many things you did this summer, you don't have to panic do the rest of the things on your summer bucket list in the next two to three weeks before school starts. As I say that, there are kids in school already. My kids haven't started school yet. We always start after Labor Day, and so maybe your kids are already in school and does not pertain to you. But if your kids are not in school, this is obviously just some tips for you as you prepare for that. So you don't have to worry about crossing off all the things off your bucket list. I think it's helpful to go back and just think about some of those memorable things you did this summer. And I know for me, we did some really like cool, fun things like going to the water park or going to the beach or whatever. But sometimes it's just those simple things of going for a bike ride to the library sitting in the living room and playing Monopoly, having ice cream cones out on the the tramp. I don't know. There's some of those really simple things too that have created memories that are really special and you don't have to diminish them because your bucket list isn't completely crossed off, you know? So here's your permission to just kind of walk away from that and enjoy these last couple weeks no matter what you choose to do. One thing that I did differently this year with prepping for school was buying the school supplies online. Typically my kids love to go school shopping and they like to pick out this notebook and that backpack and whatever, but it is so unbelievably overstimulating for me that like I just don't know how to leave there in a good mood. (laughs) Last year I remember like being like, okay, that went a little better than I expected. But this year I just didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to do it. And my kids were a little bummed, but they got over it. I still let them pick out their three ring binder or their backpack or whatever they, that, that actually kind of mattered, right? Because some of those school supplies, it's like, you don't need to be with me to pick out your black, blue, red, and yellow folders. There's (laughs) just not an option. And, um, so I had them come by me one by one as I sat at the computer and did it. But, um, it was just a much better experience for me. And then I did it through Walmart. I just, you probably could, you know, price compare a little bit more if you're up for that, but I just don't want to do that. I just want to like do it and be done. And so I got multiple packages that week. It wasn't the most efficient way, but I didn't have to go do it. And so I will take as many packages as I need in order to get all of the school supplies. And we did, I went through it then and crossed off everything on their list. And I have everything except for like three things I made a mistake on and need to to get yet. But it was just a much, 
much more peaceful option for me for getting those school supplies. And with that, I will say too that I did it through Walmart because they're on the app called Rakuten and I have no idea if I say that right. No idea. But it is an app that you can use to shop online and you can also use their website. So when I place even like my grocery orders but the school supply thing, I will go on their app and click on the store that I want to shop with and I will I'll post a link in the show notes so you can um, check it out if you want but they have different things on here so like when I'm placing my grocery order I just go on the app I click on Walmart and then it leads me to Walmart and so like it looks like the Walmart app and I just place my grocery order that way and you can get up to three percent cash back with this app same thing with online so like for example when I placed my order for school supplies like it's it doesn't really give you a ton for groceries necessarily but like you know if I'm gonna buy like shampoo or sunscreen or add toilet paper to that order like that can get me a little bit of cash back and it's really not much more work it's like two more clicks to use the app but when I did the school supplies I got three dollars and 79 cents back I had ordered at one point some new tennis shoes through Zappos and I got 11 bucks back. So it's not an app that's going to get you a ton of cash back, but I don't know about you. If I have an app that's going to, it's kind of like that cash back app. If it's not a ton of work, I'm going to do it. I don't really care how much I get. Like another one that I use is Fetch. I'm just kind of going off on a little bit of a rant here. But another one I use is Fetch. And I'll post that link in there too. And just FYI, these are both affiliate links. When I share a referral link, there's benefits for both of us. Sometimes it's just me. Like the Rakuten one, it looks like right now they have a special that uh, when you refer a friend, you get 30 bucks. So if you were to start using it, then you know you could refer a friend and get that $30. But on the Fetch app, if I refer you and you use my affiliate link, I'll get a thousand points and you get 500 points. So Fetch is another cashback app that's pretty easy. I recently started using it, so I don't have a ton on there at the moment. You just collect your receipt anytime that you shop somewhere and then you upload the, take a picture of it. It's super simple and then it's based on what you buy. So like Sarah Lee bread might be worth a thousand points and then in the end, points are turned into rewards for different things like you can get a cash card you can get an Amazon gift card you can get items specific items you can also connect that one to your like Walmart account your Amazon account your Gmail so it scans those things occasionally and will get you points too I got us a hotel room for a wedding we have coming up and I got I don't even remember like 100 points or something from reserving that hotel room and I didn't even know that that was you know an option and so anyway Total side note, but just some cashback apps that um, I use. I'll post those links in the show notes. But coming full circle here, I ordered school supplies online and it was just super helpful. Another thing that I'm going to be starting to work on here as we come to that approach that school start is that I have got to get a better one bedtime routine and number two morning routine. So my kids right now, they don't sleep in super late, but they don't wake up as early as they need to for school. My youngest, two youngest have to get up by 6.15 for school. And right now, one of them typically sleeps till between 6.30 and 7.30 and the other one till between 8 and 9.00. So I need to start their wake up times like 
soon. <laughs> okay, you can't sleep in past 8. Okay, you can't sleep in past 7.30. Like, gradually back that up so that they aren't staying up as late. And it's kind of that gradual getting used to it versus, like, just, bam, school starts. You have to get up at 6.15 even though you didn't fall asleep till 10 o'clock last night kind of a thing. I would love to say that I always have good intentions with this and I follow through, but it is really hard to say like it's 7:30. I'm I should be waking my kids up, but like I really want this peaceful time for as long as I can get it this morning. But, you know, as much as you can do that to help them, it is it is helpful. And then with bedtime kind of same thing, just I it's hard with it being as light out as it is at night, but just working with that to help them get better sleep. And then with the morning routine thing, it's mostly with my youngest so that we have issues with that, like kind of hurry up and get out the door. She really struggles with that. As you know, I've talked about that a ton, but we have a visual board, uh, just a piece of paper that I laminated on her wall so she can whiteboard, dry erase marker, you know, cross off when she does her things. And it's kind of a reward system. But it's just that those visuals of like, what do I need to do, right? And the biggest thing for us is just getting her out of bed within five minutes is it just like takes a miracle. But, you know, brushing teeth, getting dressed, brushing hair. I told her we had a conversation today that I'm going to start having her do that as soon as she wakes up. Because right now in the summer, like it can be super lax, right? You wake up and... You might want to eat breakfast. You probably won't get dressed for two hours. You will eventually brush your teeth and hair when I make you. But she's got to get into that routine of doing all of those things right away when she wakes up. So we're going to practice that. And I think if you have a kiddo who struggles with that, then getting into that habit right now and just practicing it a little bit more so that when it comes to school time, that habit has already started to build a little bit. And then lastly, the other thing I can think of as I prep for school is to just prep ahead with the calendars. And I'm very much an organizational nerd. I just want to be prepared and have everything on the calendar. And so, you know, getting the school calendar on your calendar just knowing those days that they don't have school, they have break here, they have late start there or whatever. And then any other activities that they're involved in. Maybe they have youth group children's choir these are still things as I'm saying out loud I'm like oh I forgot to put that calendar on my my calendar and I forgot to put this calendar so you know we've got orchestra and we've got soccer and we've got piano lessons and violin lessons <laughs> lord help me you will be proud of me though I did say no to being my daughter's soccer manager like the team manager this fall I'm retiring from that <laughs> because sometimes you just have to say no but getting organized with that can really just help you feel better about wrapping your brain around what does this fall look like because our schedule's about to significantly change and I'm about to become the chauffeur once again a lot more than I am right now in the summer. So just getting organized with that too will help you feel better going in and then off we go. Hopefully these things will help you just kind of prep for school in, in a way that helps you feel less anxious about it or less like chaotic or 
I don't know. It's always an experiment, isn't it, with the with these kiddos and just transitioning into a, a new phase and a new routine. But routine is good for everybody. We've had a great summer, and I love the lack of routine in the summer. But typically by Labor Day, I'm like, we, we need routine again. And so I hope that these things can help you as you prepare for that school routine. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.